Welcome back to Side Peace Show. And welcome back. It is. We are back from Hawaii. I will say, and I know I said it before, I felt super, super a-holy going to Hawaii during the peak of yet another COVID madness spike. But after two years of literally doing nothing, we needed, for my sanity mostly, we needed a break. However, does anyone else feel like after coming home from a break, you feel worse? I mean, I walk in, the house is a mess, laundry is piled up to my freaking knees, the backup of work, the ketchup never ends. Oh, and don't forget kids on top of it being home for school for a week because of COVID protocols. I'm legit more stressed out than before I left for a vacation for a break. Is it just me? Anyone else with me? Who's with me? More stressed after a vacation? Who's with me? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Okay. Not that you want to hear anything about my post-vacation crap. But I know you want to hear my side stealers of the week. And we have a super side stealers special with all three from the Real Housewives of Orange County. My first is Emily's Sandwich. So Emily, Dr. Jen, and Heather are sitting in a sauna, a 150 degree sauna. In the middle of their conversation, Emily gets up because she says she's hungry and grabs a freaking foot long turkey sandwich. Did I mention in a sauna? That's 150 degrees. But it was turkey, so it definitely makes it a little better. And this is why, though, a sandwich is a super side stealer of the week. My side stealer number dose, Max. Max is Heather and Terry's daughter. She's, what, freaking 17 years old and has written her own book? I wasn't even reading books at 17, let alone writing one. I mean, what a rock star to write not only a book, but about such serious topics like sexuality, anxiety, mental health. I mean, sometimes fancy pants, I'm not going to lie, bothers me and is not my favorite because she's just too fancy. But all of that makes me really happy for fancy pants for Max and their whole family. And that's why Max is side stealer number two. And the third special OC side stealer of the week, Noella's McDouche McDouche bag husband. So he is sending her flowers because he knows she will answer the door if it's flowers only to serve her divorce papers. Oh, and don't forget that little tidbit of information doing it all while he's parting it up in freaking Mykonos, Greece. Let me tell you, I've been to Mykonos there. It is crazy, okay? I can tell you for certainty that he's not going there to go to church and praying for peace in his life and guidance to get his family back. More like he's probably making a new family there with a 22-year-old. 
And that wraps up my Side Stealers of the Week. But what else is hot and happening in Bravo world? Well, Brock pops the question, baby, to our super side Sheena. On Vanderpump Rules, The Rock was massive. I was wondering, though. I thought it was crazy that a freaking 12-carat rock that's pink, which is a special diamond or rock, was only 25K. Was anyone else thinking that? Like, I was expecting the jeweler to say it was like $2 million. I thought that stuff would be breaking the bank. Little shocked it was only 25K, but what a bargain. I am all for bargains, Brock. You know me. I am a girl about Amazon and Forever 21 and Wish.com, baby. All right. Summer House is back. I can't freaking wait to watch that gloriousness, madness, drama unfold. And um, you guys, did you see the explosive fighting going on between Hannah from Below Deck and Kelly Dodd? Yeah. Who would have thought? Hannah and Kelly Dodd. So somehow... Words were started and punches were thrown and now it's like on like Donkey Kong. Um, I will tell you I'm team Hannah. I actually, a little side piece note, I reached out to Kelly Dodd to come on side piece and she told me, I'm sorry, but I'm just a small little peanut that's not big enough for her because she has to be choosy on which podcasts she goes on, you know, because she's doing a lot now that she hasn't been on the show for years. So these small little peanuts over here at Side Piece, we are go team Hannah baby. And you know what? I don't like to be mean and I don't like to say these things, but like, just say no. Like PK, same thing. You know what? If you don't want to come on my podcast, cool. That's fine. I'm not mad. But like, just say no. You don't have to go into like, I'm not good enough for you. I don't like that. So you know what, Kelly? I'm Team Hannah. Oh, how I love the petty drama madness. It makes me feel just a tad, like a tad more sane. And that wraps up the hotness happening in Bravo. You guys feel so good to be back with you from my seat. Thank you as always, for the amazing support, the love, the subscribing, the rating, the reviews, all your amazing messages. Like, oh my gosh, I just listened to Side Piece. It was such a good episode. I'm like, holy shit, you guys really like this. This is like the best ever. So thank you. Thank you for all your love support, for telling all of your friends to support it, to subscribe, rate, and review so we can together celebrate the best and entertaining and most delicious parts of Side Piece show together. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. Thank you again. You are the best. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I will see you next Wednesday. My guest today, the OG of the Big Apple. From selling carpets to surprising the ladies during their island getaway, she is always Always a fireball lighting up the screen, keeping us entertained, and always falling more in love with her. I cannot believe, you guys, I cannot believe it, honestly, how lucky I am to have the New York City queen on side piece. And yes, you know who it is. You know who it is. It is the one, 
the only Jill Zarin. Jill, there was no way in hell I was doing this without getting you on. I'm like, I'm not stopping until Jer, Jill Zarin gets on my show. That's it. Oh my God. I'm like so flattered. You are Jill freaking Zarin. Period. The end. Okay. Like, By the way, did you see all the swag? I'm with my. I made a sweatshirt that says "I run with a fabulous circle of friends." <laughs> That's amazing. I was gonna let me see. Oh, this one is where's my diet coke? diet coke? Of course. Which, by the way, You're has my on. name on it. Has my name <laughs> That's on. It. Amazing. And then Allie, my daughter, we started to do fun stuff for the holidays. So we did Mazel. We did Real oh, Housewives she, for the holidays. She you need a real housewife oh, for the holidays. I would be wearing that right now. Are you right kidding now. me? Literally, there's, Allie, it's in my closet. Al, I, there was a, there's a million trillion. I could talk to you for 10 hours. You would kill yourself by end of talking to me. I wanted to ask you about your two girls, your mom and Allie. Well, first of all, thank you for asking. Um, Allie can speak for herself. Hi, she Allie. Right so nice to see you. I know. She's like, Mom, stop it. <laughs> and she's crazy. 29 and she's still saying, Mom, stop it. Wait a minute. Allie, you're freaking oh, 29. Yeah, Allie just literally fell on all my. What did you think? That was a chair? Yeah, I thought it was a chair. She, I had a blanket on top of this and she literally sat in it. See what happens when you talk to this crazy? Then you like crazy stuff. She is great. Allie is amazing. She's my business partner. She, um, you know, since you saw her on the show, right? She went to college, Sarah Lawrence, and then she went to Vanderbilt, and then she got her master's at Sotheby's in London. I mean, Allie. And then COVID happened. And then COVID happened, and Allie and I started this mask company, which, by the way, business is booming again. Well, COVID is just everywhere. Is it? I mean, COVID's gotten a lot closer to me than it was before. In other words, I know a lot of people have COVID right now. Where when COVID happened, I really didn't know that many people who had it. I know. Well, I have three friends in their houses in Woodfield in quarantine because they have it. Oh my gosh! It's literally so. I canceled um, Christmas dinner. My parents' anniversary is Christmas because what does a Jew do on Christmas? Get married. That's what they do. So they got married 64 years ago and um, still celebrating. And I told my mother, I, we're canceling the club. I don't want to go. You can't, you can't, and your parents, like, how, how are, I mean, how is freaking Gloria and her dad? The same, better. My father is unfuckable and so handsome. I, I can't even, he's, and you know, my father never had any facelifts or anything like that. I mean, my father looks unbelievable. And my mother is feistier than ever, complaining about everything, giving everybody advice. I have four friends who, for one reason or another, lost their parents over life, whatever life happens. And they've all like magnetized to Gloria that one of my friends is actually coming over today to see her. And comes over once a week and stays over from Fish. She lives in Fisher Island, which is pretty damn nice. And she comes up to Boca to stay with Gloria because she wants to be with my mother. I'm like, freaking Gloria. Are you kidding? I know, but I couldn't wait to run away. And I've got everybody coming towards. So, you know, it's always you don't appreciate what you have. No, you don't. But honestly, I'm like, it's Jill. I have to ask about Allie and I have to ask about Gloria. Like, period. And and Ginger died. The dog died. Ginger, you know, the. uh, But, but. Bossy, bossy is bossy. 
Bossy, 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 come here, honey. She's very obedient. She will come. Does she still lick your mouth and like your nose and oh, all that? A full on, <laughs> what do I call it? A, um, not an excavation, although it's that too. Molestation. She molests me every morning. Here she comes. Every morning she molests me and then she barks and says, Oh my gosh, look at that dog. Hi, Bossy. Oh my gosh. Now I understand why you let her all up in your face. Yeah. Wait, are you still with Gary? I still am with Gary. Can't get rid of him either. Yeah. Gary's the best. Gary's the best. He's the best. He flew down today with my sister on the plane so she wouldn't be alone on the plane. He changed his day to get onto her flight so that he she would keep out her. That is the incredible shit. When you are taking care of your fam, like your family, that's a, a, a my man. family loves him like he's their own son, and he treats my parents like his own parents. I mean, he's just incredible. Do you see ever getting married? No. No, you're good. I'm good. I'd like to see my daughter get married first. Allie, how much do you hear that in a day? A lot. <laughs> in the order of life, I, I'm not next. Listen, Allie, I was, sorry, Jill, you're going to not like this. Allie, I was like 33, I think maybe popped the first one out at 35 and my second one out at 37. So sorry, Jill. I know that does not help you in your case. No, but no, Allie, not, not too far away. She's 29. When did you get married? How old were you? I think 33 ish. So, I think that's Allie will get married too. I think she's a later bloomer. That's it. And then, you know what? You find a guy that has his shit together. You're not worrying about finances. You're not taking care of him. He's not a bum. It's like, you know, there's always pros and cons, of course. Like, I wish I had my kids a little younger. You know, I had more energy. But now we have our shit together, right? We're established financially. So, we're good. Before you did this podcast, what did you do? I had a, a healthy baked goods business where I sold healthy baked goods to... <laughs> places like Delta and Whole Foods and places like that. And then, but you have a company. No, I, no, I mean, it was just me running it solo. I had a manufacturer in San Diego, COVID shut them down. It just became, and, but then I started because I know nutrition, I'm a Stanford nutritionist. So I started a, a healthy, like, you know, nutrition business. Do you want to lose weight, eat better, whatever you want to do. So that's, you don't even want to know what I eat. Well, you know, it's funny. That's the first time you and I ever spoke. My first starting, I'm stalking Jill to get her on side piece, like literally last January. And I don't know how we started talking about stripped my business when I was talking about you coming on side piece, the podcast, but you were like, help me get healthy for this new year. And I'm like, done, you know, and then <laughs> say that, but it's never going to happen. Cause I drink diet Coke and I love pink berries. So basically chemical, chemical, chemical. It's the worst. Listen, there's a you lot know- worse. I, I have, you know, I, I guess I, I rely on my good genes, which I really shouldn't, but I do because in my, the back of my head, you know, my grandmother lived to 106. So I feel like I can get away with it, but we'll see. Listen, you're still jamming. You're still, you have a man, you have Allie, you have your parents, like these businesses that are, it's insane. You know what? I always remember from you a lot of things, but I always remember you saying you can have it all, but you can't have it all at once. You can't have it all at the same time. But do you not, do you feel like you have it all right now? Yes, but I didn't have it all at the same time. Like it, it, it's, that saying goes at different parts of your life. And I really mean that when you're young and you have to pick between your career, working out and being a parent. Right. 
And those three things, I don't believe you can do all three well at the same time. I think that you got to drop one, not completely drop it, but I just, that's what I always thought. I said, you know, like, so now I don't have little kids. So now I can focus on work and, you know, my relationship, I don't have to take care of babies, but if I had to take care of babies, I wouldn't be playing tennis every day. Right. Like something's, you're not going to be, you know, playing tennis every single day, running a company, being a wife and being a good mother at the same time. I just don't know how you can do it. I don't think there's enough hours in the day. Unless you're divorced and you have split custody. Because right. then when you don't have the kid, you could work on the body. Totally. I have a four-year-old and an almost three-year-old. So I get it. I'm like, I'm shit in this department, but I'm okay here. Right. So, so you're giving something up. Yes, for sure. You've got to go. I yeah. mean, otherwise, you know, you're going to feel like you're failing and you shouldn't. You just have to say, I'll do that later. Well, you know what? One of my kids is sick downstairs oh. and I'm like, I don't care. I'm sorry. You need to just take care of your shit right now because I need to go talk to Joe. And this is what is happening. Oh my gosh. I got so excited. I forgot to read you my poem. A poem? I wrote it. Did you slip in that you went to Stanford? No, 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 no. I went to Miami, Ohio undergrad and then I got my nutritionist degree from Stanford. I did hear Stanford. Yes. Yeah, pretty impressive. So I you know, I'd put, it's COVID, right? But I have my business stripped. I have this, I have my babies. I have my husband. I would put the babies and the husband down to bed. And then from 10 to 3 AM, it was study, 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 study. And I found a three-year course condensed into eight weeks. So it about killed me, but I was like, listen, you know how it is. You got, if you're going to do it, you need to be legit. Right. And you have to have the credibility and all that stuff. So are you ready? I'm going to read you my poem. She was a huge hit the second she started the show. She is the queen of New York City that we know. Don't mess with her or she might just kick your ass, whether on the tennis court or if Luann is trying to teach you about class. A true feisty fireball with a heart and mouth of gold. And every time we are lucky enough to see this OG, it never, ever gets old. Okay, I will stop talking because I know you've stopped Karen. From Real Housewives of New York, it's the one, the only, Jill Zarin. I am dying. That's so good. That was great. I have to ask you, is that a gift you have? Uh, you know yes. what? It, my mom, it is. You know why I'm saying that? Gary has that gift. The it's poem, gift. the rhyming. Yeah. He did one for Andy Cohn that was, I, I, he never, I never did it on the show or anything, but I read it to him. It was crazy, but thank you. That is unbelievable. I have got Jesus to, I got to post that. that. Yeah, you you got to send will, I will send it to you. I was probably, by the way, let me tell you. And again, not to like, oh my God, I have such a gift for it. I wrote probably two others. And I was like, meh, this morning I wrote it with my daughter sick next to me in probably 15 minutes. I know, I know. It's a gift. That's why I asked you. It's a gift. Yeah. I I was so, I'm like, Melissa. But with Gary, I say, this is what he says. He says, give me seven things about the person. Just like, it doesn't have to be seven. It could be six. It could be eight. Right. Give me seven things about the person. Like they have two kids, their mother's name's Gloria, whatever. And he could do it. Gary and I need to do it. Together. I wish he like, was here. He just went to go do a business trip down to Miami with Chef Roble. I don't know if you know Roble. Oh, Roble, of course. 
So Roble was just in my house. He's cooking Christmas Eve dinner here. Are you serious? As a friend, not, I'm not paying, you know, it's not a hired thing. No, he's coming over as a friend with this other guy who's got one Michelin star who just decided to take a break. Oh yeah, Muhammad, his name is. And he was with Michael White, this famous chef. He was his guy. And he, they, they brought over a pizza oven, literally a pizza That's oven exactly. in my garage. And I'm like, but Roble, it's just like my parents, Allie, me, Gary, my sister and her two kids. I feel bad because I, I know him. He's going to make a thousand courses because they love to cook. Listen, and they're going to spend two days getting all the stuff together. I can't it, believe it. You should believe it because it's you. I would cook all that shit for you too. No, no, no. But anyway, I, I, I wish you, I wish you, so he's with Gary right now. I wish um, Gary could have heard it. You well, listen, I will, me. I will send this to Blake. So Ali, start, it's so heavy. I can't even tell you it's two and a half pounds. But we, we, we're selling these manifestation candles with these gigantic crystals. And that, this one says, don't worry, don't worry, be happy. And it gives you manifestation. But we have all these different sayings and colors and it's on no, the website. But I love that. Manifestation candle. I love that. I'm, I'm trying to sell Bravo on like have a clubhouse on the West Coast. Hello, let's go. I will do this. They Listen, should. I'm, them? I am, yeah, I'm, I'm on them just as I'm on Blake. Like, and Ruby. Wait, Ruby, right? Ruby. But by the way, you know what? Uh, my, and that was like another thing that I always said is like, if you never take no for an answer, the answer will be yes. Yes. Listen. Don't take no. There's no alternative. Totally. Listen, right? I'm all about that. Love your tenaciousness. Oh my God. And you're so beautiful, by the way. I oh. can't believe you're so beautiful. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. No, I have been like, you don't even understand. I was like, you guys, you're, I am not. Well, I'm going to have to meet you when I come to LA. Oh my gosh. I will buy you every Diet Coke in the second city. So where do you live in LA? Do you live in LA or where are yeah, you? Yeah, in like the marina area. Oh. Do you know who lives there? Who? Patty Sanger. No. She lives in that. Marina Del Rey, and I stayed there the last time I was in LA. Oh my God! You're right down the street. Well, we 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 got a house because we had our second. We had the condos. We moved my parents out from Ohio. They're in the condo, and we're here. So she lives um, by the wharf. Yes. Um, and there are these like kind of townhouses, but they're tall. Right. They're, like, it's like three floors, and they're attached. And she lives in one of them. That is amazing. I've had like Gina and like Bronwyn and like OC chick, Tamara. You're Tamara. Okay. What? There's so much. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, the housewives. What do you think about the stalling? Do you think it's because of Ramona and the cast? Like that they're putting on a hold. I, I like was dying for your take. I think just, I, I know. I just, I think that New York has always been a very hard city for them to cast. I think some cities are easier than others um, because in New York, if you really have the goods, meaning money and power and wealth, are you really going to want to be on a reality show? Or right. is your husband, actually, I have friends who wanted to, but their husband stopped them. They wouldn't let them. And that's the truth. They wanted to, and their husband said, absolutely not. They had too much to lose. Artwork in the house, people seeing it, knowing how much money they have. When people have real, real money, they don't want it. And then- the ones who really want to be on the show, they never want. Like yeah. if they were desperate to be on and they're calling, like I have a friend who calls them every season. They, they know who she is. You don't have to keep calling. Right. Um, they don't want her. So, you know, 
I don't know what they're looking for because I know that there's been a couple of girls that I think would have been great on the show and organic and they didn't pick them. So I think that they need to like start over. I don't know what they're going to do. Is it crazy, Joe? You start the whole, whole franchise in New York with Ramona and Luann and, and then Sonia pops on and they're still on. Is that crazy to you? I can't believe the show is still on. But it's great. You know what? It's great for me because I didn't make the money. That's the one thing I did. I didn't make the money that they made because when I started, there wasn't a lot of money on reality TV. As they stayed on every year, they got a lot more money. And now they're making, you know, big money. I mean, I don't know right. what big it is relative, but big money. So I never made that. But I have to remind myself every time I get mad about that, that um, I always said I never did the show for the money because I couldn't pay enough to be on television to promote at the time Zarin Fabrics. Right. The agenda was to promote my brand. And if and I remember Judith Regan is a friend of mine. I haven't spoken to her in a while, but she's a very famous publisher and you know, very famous woman. And I remember she said to me, Jill, how much would you pay to, you know, be have commercials about Zarin Fabrics on television? You know, how much would you be willing to pay? And and she's like, So who cares? But you shouldn't care about the money on this. Totally. You should, you know, it's about building your brand. So I still get to build my brand, even though I'm not on the show, because I still get myself involved in different aspects of it. And now I'm coming back on the Ultimate Girls Trip Part Two. Right. So that gave me, you know, a week of filming, but it'll be, you know, a couple of months maybe of press and marketing and all that. I'll be able to get on talk shows again that maybe I couldn't have gotten on without it. So it'll give me a second round to be able to promote Allie and I and our business together. And I mean, that's what it's about is getting my brand out there. Right. And that's like you said, how much, how much is that worth? It's priceless. Exactly. And by the way, you're doing it with your daughter. That's priceless. That is so dope. Like insanely so amazing. And it, it insane. really is. Wait um, a minute. Why did you want to come back and do this with this crew? I mean, Vicky, Brandy, well, I didn't choose who was on it, but I mean, when I got the phone call, it, it was, the answer was yes. I mean, it didn't even matter who, it didn't matter where, it didn't. I mean, when Andy called and said, you know, I finally found something that I think you'd be, you know, good on, because he says, I've been looking for something for you, that's right. For whatever reason, they never wanted me to come back to New York, and it was better for me, to be honest. New York was not a healthy thing for me, mentally. Because of, because of remote, like the relationship. Yeah, you know what it was? I actually was friends with these girls. So it's hard for me to say mean things or right. to, to be really honest because it's not my nature to hurt, hurt anyone. But on the other hand, if I was cast on a show that I didn't know anyone and I knew it's like gladiators, you know what I mean? Right. And I, they're going to say stuff about me and I'm going to say stuff about them. And, it's, and I don't want to say it's a game, but you know, those are the rules. I feel worse when it's people who, I'm, who I care about. Right. Like, you know, and even though Ramona and I've had her up, ups and downs, I still care about her. Right. Like I'll never go that low that I would hurt her. I really wouldn't. I can't say the same about them hurting me, but I just wouldn't do it. So um, it just wasn't great for me. So Andy found this, which was great for me. It was short and sweet. It was just one week. One week. That's insane. But, but it was one week of 24 hours. So it felt like a month. Right. And had you known Vicky or Tamara or Brandy, any of them, Phaedra? Yeah. Well, because I, I'm number six. Right. So yes. 
I didn't know Eva. I had never met her because um, I had I didn't even watch the season she was on. But I, I hadn't met Phaedra, but I felt like I knew her because I was a fan. Right. When she was on. And um, I know yeah. Tamara. I know Vicky well. Vicky and I had done some um, things together because sometimes we do things outside the show, like appearances and things like that. So some of the, so I met Tamara once at a New York State Fair, and I met Vicky multiple times. And Vicky came to the Hamptons to my house and supported me with my charity event for Bobby. So that oh, meant a no lot. Way. That's yeah. Awesome. So Vicky and I are like OG OG. Um, Brandy and I have friends in common, and I love her. And Taylor, I got to know. And Dorinda, of course, I knew. So some I knew, some I didn't. Were you just like, oh my God, this is so awesome. I'm so pumped to do something like with these OGs. Well, they weren't all OGs. Well, no, not OGs, but like the Vickies, like, you know, they're trying to bring the best of some of these franchises together. Like I did the first one. I think that if you liked the first iteration in Turks and Caicos, you're going to love this also. Oh my gosh. I'm you know so... What I, mean? I, think if you, I think if you like seeing the behind the scenes um, where you break the fourth wall, uh, if you like mixing up housewives, because maybe some people are very loyal to one city and don't want to see New York with New Jersey or whatever, if we want. But you know what I mean? Right. Maybe they don't want to see them crossover. You won't enjoy it. But I think that if you um, watch a bunch of them and you know a bunch of us, I think you'll like it. Okay, so you start, Jill. You start the whole freaking New York right? You kick it off. Had you known all of the ladies? Yes, except for um, Alex and Simon. They were the surprise. They were the outsiders, if you want to call it. Oh. The social climate, the outsiders. I think that, I think that New York was cast so well, um, whether it was on purpose or accidentally. Um, I knew when we filmed that we had something special. I didn't know it would go on 15 years, but I definitely knew that we had something special chemistry wise. But I also knew that, you know, we were all equal year one and year two, but then things start to change and some get more hungry than others. And some have better opportunities than others. And it becomes unequal. Right. And that things change. And I am not, you know, I know my character flaws. We all have character flaws and I've learned over the years, mine. And one of them is that I'm not flexible. I learned, I don't want to say I'm inflexible, but I am not flexible. Like if, 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 if you tell me something is a rule, that's the rule. And, and you could tell me later on, it changed. I'm still on rule number one, right. <laughs> you know? And so if you tell me something, I kind of stick to it. And so if you change it on me, I get up, I don't want to say get upset, but I, I don't adjust well. Right. <clears throat> and that was a problem for me because when people started to do things without me, I didn't do well. Was I it, got follow. I was jealous. I had, I was hurt because I wasn't invited to things, you know, all natural, normal feelings for course. someone. You think you're friends with somebody and you find out that they're really not your friend because I'm very loyal. Right. And loyalty goes a long way for me. I am very loyal to a, to a, to a fault. You know what I mean? I will go to bat for people at, at my own, at my own expense, but that's just who I am. I can live with that. Was it tough then with the flexibility and the change? Was it tough then you're starting the show and you guys had this cast and then you bring in new people like Sonia or Kelly or was that tough? No, because I felt like I was in the popular group. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. I was like the OG. 
So I felt very stable. You know what I mean? And I was the nice one. Like I always invite, like Kelly and I are very good friends now. I always, my nature is I'm always for the underdog. So when the new person would come in, I would be standing next to them to help them through it. Had you, you know known I mean? Kelly? No. You didn't know Kelly when she came on? No. Nope. And then nope. she had the beef with Bethany. That was just really bad. Um, I think there was a lot of misunderstandings there. And I think that, you know how sometimes you put your own perceptions on other people? Mm -hmm. I remember Kelly told us that she had never watched The Housewives of New York City, season one. And we're like, she's a liar. Right. Bullshit. You know what? She didn't watch it. I believe it now. I mean, I really? believed it a thousand percent. I believe exactly what she said is true. She got, she's in her own world doing her own thing and she's a model and, and she was um, Elle's um, a beauty editor or something. Right. I mean, she was busy with two kids and she's not a TV watcher. She just isn't. And, and, and how, she's not a reality show person. Like she's not a TV watcher. I think that when she got the opportunity in the phone call to be on the show, she was kind of pitched like, this will be great for your brand, just do it. And so she just jumped in to do it without any thought about what she was getting into. Cause it was only season one. Remember, it wasn't like five, 10 years of this stuff. And like, you must live in, you know, a rainforest to not have heard of it. Right. No, I, but when she said that right away, kind of put up a wall, like she's a liar. Right. But she was telling the truth. I'm just giving that as one example, you know, of how things and, and, and mis um, misconceptions and perceptions. And um, I, I adore Kelly and I know what she meant when she did the I'm up here, you're down here. She didn't mean it as a social stance. She meant, because a lot of times Kelly misuses her words. And I think people started to realize that as you watch the show. <laughs> and if you think about it, past that I'm up here, down here, and you go further into the show and you see how she misuses words. If you go back, what she meant is, I'm a mother and I have two kids, okay? You're like single and, and busy and have a lot of responsibility. You're single, you can do whatever you want. Like right. we're two different people. Mm -hmm. She said it wrong. Right. The delivery. And if, you know, and if you know Kelly, and I wish Kelly would have said that as her defense to say, I didn't really mean up here, down here. I meant like I have kids and I'm this and you're single. I meant that we're two different people, not I'm up here, you're down here. I just didn't get the words out right. And it all would have dissipated. Can you, and then look, look what happened just from that, right? Isn't oh, it? Oh my God. I mean, it's it crazy. Still about it. But you know, in some ways it was the best thing that ever happened to Kelly because it kept her relevant. I mean, people who don't engage in any of the drama, it's like, what was their name again? Right. You know, the, I hate to say it, I mean, uh, the fight that I had with B, I mean, that's what kept me relevant all these years. The rehashing of it. I know. Where, what is going on? Where are you right now with that? With her? Zero. Zero. Less than zero. Like you guys don't ever, you guys will not communicate. Zero. What if she was like, Jill, let's like be cool. Let's talk. She won't. I tried that. I don't want to talk about her because. Yeah. Why even bother? It's crazy. You know, it's so funny. I actually had Kelly on. I probably about six months ago, maybe. And uh, do you, do, do what I say ring true? You, when you were saying that, I was just thinking about the conversation with her, and it was like I could tell she is just in her own world. Like it is her own 
you know? She has her own vocabulary. Right. You know I mean? And by the way, she's extremely bright. Right. She went to Columbia. She's not a dummy. She just has her own way of expressing herself. Right. And she gets caught up in words sometimes. I, 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 but this is after 15 years of knowing her. Right, totally. You know? But I feel like a lot, like, I feel like people think about that, like with the Teresa. Like, exactly. Right. You know, she's smart. You just don't like, you get lost in what she's saying and you don't see the real. Well, you know, I think a lot of the girls sometimes misspeak. (laughs) Hello, Ramona. Yeah. I mean, her too. She says things she doesn't mean, you know, or whatever. Miss, miss, Mrs. Words isn't articulate. Right. Is it, Jill, is it crazy that you were in Luann's first music video? Yeah, I loved it. By the way, I'm, I'm going to see her show. Um, no. Yeah. So what do you think of her now? I mean, you are like literally doing this, uh, what first is Atlantic all, City? I bought a house down the block from her. So at least we'll spend the summer together. That I'm excited about. She, I'm so proud of her. I mean, she killed it. Killed it. She has a new Christmas song out. Her songs are iconic. They really are. They're catchy and they're iconic. And um, I, I don't even know what to say. I think that I think that Luann probably grew the most in a good way being on the show. You know, I think her life is better now than it was when she started, for sure. Was it hard seeing her like as a friend, seeing her go what she, you know, getting arrested and doing all this and the sobriety? Was that tough as a friend? No, because like, I know the truth of what's going on. I mean, sure. I mean, anytime a friend is in trouble or whatever, of course I feel bad. And I went to her wedding and all that stuff. But um, I think that in life, it's always like when one door closes, a window opens. I think that all these happened to her for a reason. And that's how she got here. If it wasn't for that, she may not have had her cabaret. You the know. cabaret came out of the whole jail thing and, you know, wanting to express herself in a different way. So, yes, yeah, she may not have done it. Yeah. Still talk to Sonia? Not often, but we text. We do. Is it, I can't, is it, it's just so crazy to me 15 years later that these, like, oh, you know who I was talking to? Kristen Takeman. She lives in LA, right? right. Or she's in uh, Calabasas. She lives near Brandy. She's, yes. So she's here and she's like, you know what? I never was going to be a career housewife. Like I wasn't going to be a Ramona, a Luann. Like that was not trauma. That was my point. Right. Like she really wasn't a good fit. I'm I'm guessing she would say that herself. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. No, she she did. What? She thought she was a good fit? No, she's like, listen, they want drama. It's like, oh, don't you want to talk to for Bethany about what she said about your lip gloss or your nail polish. Don't you want to, don't you want to? She's like, no, I don't want to, but they want you to talk. They want the drama. They want this. And the irony is that they let her go right as there was the drama with her husband. Like if you want to have something on TV, that's what you want to expose, Right. right? It's always a deep, dark secret. So I was shocked that they let her go then. Or maybe she voluntarily left. I'm not, I don't really remember how she left. Uh, she's very yeah. sweet. She also came and supported me at my charity event. Do you she ever really see, nice. not to bring them up because, you know, you know, but do you ever see signs or things from Bobby? Like oh, this is- all the time. And I, I show it on my Instagram. Yeah. So when I take a photo and there's a blue light in it, Bobby's there. 
and it happens in videos and in photos. Like I'll take a photo and he's there or he's on me. I take a set. There's a blue light on me. It's happened, you know, since he died, he's do always you, around. Do you feel like that's certain things that like that has then come about because of that? Like starting the business or doing. Absolutely. I think he's guided me the whole time. Every time I'm not sure what to do, I, I ask him what to do. And Gary's like, that's cool. You're still like. Yes. Gary uh. is so secure and he's so, so happy. And he, you know, he met Bobby once many years ago. I don't even remember this, but he remembers. And he knows what a class act and wonderful man he was. And he knows I would not be with him if Bobby was alive. I mean, you know, um, and he's just, you know, grateful that he found me, you know, and, and Bobby's not here. So he doesn't have any jealousy, you know, and he's really supportive. That's amazing. You know, I, I, I can't believe how lucky I got three times, you know? It's insane, these guys. That's amazing. I got great guys. Well, hello. It says something about you. Come on. If you're a cuckoo bird, you're not going to get these awesome guys. Right. That's true. You know? I mean, it's, it's insane. But what, like, a lot of these guys, like you said, they don't want their wife on or they don't want to show this. I mean, you guys have a huge business. Bobby seems like mellow behind the camp like I'm not I'm not Jill right and he was always the one like if I was on a red carpet he would walk behind the camera guy and hold my pocketbook <laughs> and I'd be like Bobby come on just take one picture so they have one picture of us you know and I'd have to drag him on and I knew secretly he liked it so yeah. why did why did Bobby with what you guys have you didn't need to come on for the money you didn't need to like why did he say sure let's go do this because Bobby was game for everything. Got, Bobby just loved life and he wanted to have fun, fun, fun. He loved tequila and he would say, I just want to have fun, fun, fun. When he was drinking, he would talk. <laughs> That's when he would talk. Loved tequila, he was very quiet. But if you gave him tequila, he would talk more. But he just loved life and he loved me and I wanted to do it and he would never say no to me. So it was presented to you as the, what was it? The Manhattan Moms. And it was supposed to be about glamorous moms and their daughters or sons or children in New York City private schools. That's how it was presented. And you were like, sure, let's do it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm but like, Bethany sure. didn't have kids. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, you know, like quotes are taken out of context. So there's a quote that keeps on floating. It's so annoying to me because I saw it again the other day and it's like 15 years old where Andy Cohen was interviewed and they said, um, who either talks the most or who, something like negative, like who told whatever. And it was like Jill Zarin. But the context was, I called him a million, I wanted to get Bethany on the show that I literally tortured him to death. And he remembers that. So when he's asked in interviews who like tortured you the most, he would say Jill Zarin. But it was Bethany. to get Bethany on the show. Right. It wasn't about me. Right. You're like, I'm good. So you were like, listen, this is about moms, but Bethany would be good even though she doesn't have she kids. She has a boyfriend. She wants to be a mom. And she didn't want to do it right away. She wasn't sure. She had done, she had, she had her own goals and things like that that she wanted to do. But she, she recognized that this could be a huge platform for her. And she was right. And it was. So then they, then they, when did they end up switching it to Housewives? You know, um, I found out after we filmed the show, we were doing the advertisements, they're called the green screen, where they right. do the holding the apple. 
and we were in front of the camera, whatever, and there was a director there and he had this notebook that he kept on looking at, like um, whatever, a notebook. So I was just curious. I walked over to see what he's looking at. And it said the Real Housewives of New York City on it. And I said, oh my God, is this the Real Housewives of New York City? And that's how I found out. That's how oh. we all Nobody told us. I found so they were just going to throw it on to you guys. Like, this is the name of the show now. And OC had already started. It had already aired. Season oh. one had aired. Oh my gosh. So were you like, holy shit. Like, this is for real. Legit. You know, the first time I think I got a phone call or whatever was like 2006. Like, we're going to be having a 20-year reunion on Andy Cohn's show with, you know, well, he's got a little big boy, so he'll always be young. Is it nuts, though? I mean, that you have weirdos like me. They're like, what's going on with you? Like, what are you doing? I watched you from the first time. Oh, I love it. Listen, thank God for social media. That's how I stay in touch with everyone. If it wasn't for social media, how would we stay in touch with our fans? That's the truth. So I love it. And I wish it was there when I started because I didn't catch that wave. What I have yeah. is I got after the show started. Joe, are you freaking kidding me right now? Oh, really? I like, okay, listen, why, what was the best part? We, you know, we saw the ups and downs with this, the good, the bad, whatever. What was the best part though? I think the trips. The trips? Uh-huh. Uh, Morocco. Oh my gosh. I like. That was crazy. Wait, was that with the- have, And New York has not had a good trip like that since, you know. No. Is it? Isn't that crazy? Why haven't they gone to China, India? I mean, Beverly Hills, they went to Paris, all over the place. But New York, they don't get the good trips. I don't know why. Isn't like, I feel like, cause they always say now it seems so staged and this. And do you see the big difference from when you did it and now? Yeah, it was very, it's very different now. Well, I think part of the problem is the age gap. You know what I mean? Like you're putting girls who are in their 30s who haven't gotten married yet, don't have kids like Bershawn and Ebony. And then you have Ramona, whose daughter, you know, is 28 years old right. and in Chicago and she's 65, you know, and they're all getting naked in the pool. Like there's a disconnect in the ages. <laughs> right. You know, no, there's a disconnect in the ages. I'd rather see the older ones. I like to see the golden girls. I want to see the girls grow together, like Sex in the City. I haven't seen the new ones, by the way. I think the OG cast was the best. Um, I don't think they'll ever get it back together mm -mm. because Bethany will never come back on the show. But that's really how you fix the show. Why don't you think she would come back on? I don't think she would come back on. Um, is it nuts for you, again, New York, seeing Carol and all she's saying about New York and Bravo and what the Housewives does and all that stuff? I don't know, Carol. I never met her. I, actually, that's not true. I met her once and she went to high school with Gary. How's that for a small world? No. Are you serious? You can't make this shit up. Would you come back if they're like, we need a cash shakeup or having Ramona, Luann, Sonia, you? I don't know. You know what? They'd have to ask me to know. I don't know. I don't honestly, I've said yes. I've said no. I've said yes. I've said no. I said, I don't know. The truth is, unless it happens, I, I don't know the answer. Who would you need That's by your true. side though? Like who, who would you want on with you? Oh, Luann. Sure. Luann, my best friend. Yeah. I'm, you know, Luann. It's amazing. You're incredible. I mean, this is where. Having me on. No, 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 no. Thank you. I'm Thank so you. pumped. Where can everyone find your stuff? 
you know, Joan Alley, all that. JoanAlley.com. We have a home line. Um, we're doing these manifestation candles that are absolutely worth everything. No one's doing them. Um, to have two giant crystals, whether it's rose quartz or obsidian or amethyst, even giant, um, in, you know, two and a half pounds of wax of oh. soy, that's a clean burn. They smell amazing and they're beautiful and you can keep them after they burn as like a pencil holder or whatever because they have these manifestations on them. They're great. You got to see them. And then we have all kinds of other stuff, accessories. We're still selling masks. People need masks. They need chains. They need it, you know, and why buy the ugly ones? Don't buy those, those disposable ones. It's right. ruining the environment. Um, at least these are cotton. And my Jill, my Jill Zarin businesses, my rugs, my furniture. I mean, I just have so much stuff going on on JillZarin.com. So I love it. We are busy. I, so that's what we're really working on is getting the manifestation candles out there. We want to give a discount to your fans. I love it. If they put in side piece 15, they'll say 15% off the site. Everything. Oh my God. I love it. I need to get one. I, I need to get one here. I'm so into that stuff. You got to get the sweatshirts. You got to oh. see going to die. The one that you were just talking about. I run with a fabulous circle of people and has an apple on it. You got to get it. That is amazing. My circle of people are a four and a three-year-old and I will rock that shit all day. Okay. So nice to meet you. And thank you for everything. You got to send me the poem. I will. I'll send you. Tell Allie hi. Tell you guys have the best. She's calling me right now. Amazing. Thank you, Joe. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Sidepiece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Sidepiece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W, at Sidepiece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.